0: What's going on everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Alright, so waiting patiently in the experienced Acid Green Room is Omar Fernandez of AJ Fernandez Cigars. Omar, welcome to the show. Glad to be here, man. It, uh, I I can't believe this is. I mean, I, I can I, I, I should have been a, a comma there, but um, this is an amazing cigar. I cannot believe I've never had a New World. I've never I had. A, was
1: I was shocked to hear that. And I, I and don't even a Cameroon, I, you know. But the original New World, the Maduro. Yeah, you have
0: never had that. I've never had a New World. I don't. I I I, I don't. I mean, I like the. You know probably the san latano okay you know, I, I i keep going back i don't know you you, oh, you find oh, yeah. you know you you find that niche you know it's just you know um and, and you just like like i was just i i said uh during the um the intro i uh, hosted a zoom with a de and it's one of those things you uh you buy some boxes and luckily i mean the, the the brick and mortar is 10 minutes away but i chimed in from here and i bought like two boxes of the same cigar you know, just, I could have had whatever I wanted, and I'm like, I'll just take the same cigar. Um, I don't know. You just get into that, you know, that routine, you know. We, um, have that, we have that luxury in this country, you know,
1: and I guess everywhere else, but really smokers in other countries, especially in Europe, they stick to their one or two cigars. Yeah, they stick to my favorites, and then we have the option to, to change and try new stuff. I'm like you. I'm, I'm on that to be the train, you know, and... I, I gotta have one every day, sometimes two, you know.
0: Oh yeah, they're 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 a fantastic cigar. It's just one of those cigars that it's always it's always a good time for that. It's always a good time for that for that cigar. It, it doesn't make any difference. It's just and I, I legitly probably there's probably only six cigars that Jessica and I have that when we don't know what we want, like I said, we don't know if we want spicy, we don't know if we want mild, we don't know if we want medium. Um, we just go. We just get a Viva La Vida, because it, it's you know, just it's just gonna satiate, you know that that craving. Um, um, if you've been
1: watching any of our social media and you've seen if you've seen Bert smokes, he will tell you it, every cigar he smokes it goes with everything, and that could be true with the with any of the Viva La Vidas.
0: It re- it really can. It really does go with with everything. And and we just and we love the cigar. And we just love Billy and Gus. They're yeah. just such Amazing. great, such great people. I mean, it's just like like down. I mean, like in the south, they're they're down home people. They're from New York, but they're down home people. You know, it's just and and they're they're so they're so cool. And we okay. had them on the sh- we had them on the show recently again. Great, yeah, Great, I saw guys. great guys. Um, they, they they did mention me that um uh, uh, that they were they were thinking about bringing a new another cigar out they wanted you to tell us about their new cigar oh boy no no no, i'm just just, oh boy i I was wondering if that would work like like you would just go into it and i'm like stop
1: the the name is out there i think they've mentioned it a few times
0: oh have they i i didn't uh
1: you haven't caught the name i thought they
0: mentioned it on your show
1: if they did i didn't catch it oh my goodness then i'm not well maybe i will well,
0: we'll come back to that. <laughs> okay, we'll, 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 we'll come we'll come back to that later. But uh, um, how proud are you and AJ of that of that cigar, their success? Did you guys see that? Did AJ see that coming? Because these are two guys, just like almost every other guy that's out there. I want to start a cigar brand, and then they just—it's—it's it's a cool story. The beautiful thing about the story uh it seems
1: like everybody has a story this is the real deal story and these guys are the real deal billy and gus are phenomenal from the day i met them uh it's just been you know like like a bromance if you will but these guys uh as you know were retailers for many years i'd say probably had the best two retail shops in the country if not the world and uh, and we're always wanted to get into our side of the business and as a manufacturer they had a great relationship with AJ. When AJ came on the scene just over 10 years ago with his own brands with San Lotano, they were one of the first ones that got on board with that. And uh, they did events with AJ up in New York. And that's where the idea started to, to come out. Once they sold, then it was like, hey, AJ, this is what we want. They were very specific about, you know, the color, the strength, the, the balance of the cigar, what color the wrapper they were looking for, you know, all these things that um that and AJ, you know, is the type of person he's gonna hear all this stuff, he knows exactly where to go. He's got the inventory, the tobacco's there, he puts a few things together and says, Here's what I'm thinking. And that's literally how it happened. And um I hadn't had it until um until they had already released it. I hadn't had people like that me that heard about it. I'd, Yeah, they finally sent us a care package. Thank you very much. A little late, but we got it. And I thought, holy cow, this is amazing. You know why? We need to distribute this, and that's where it 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 came to be. And we just started talking. They're like, absolutely, that we'd love that. And uh, they're literally ambassadors for AJ Fernandez, if you will. You know, on on top of owning their own company, I mean, they're all about AJ because they met him and uh, early on and saw what he's been able to to establish and grow and and become
0: yeah you know and and i think one thing that that is uh they can attribute to their success uh, there's been a couple of people that we've interviewed on the show and luckily they've hit it out of the park um i can't remember who it was that, that we interviewed and it's it's been a while said he showed up as his very first tpe with like 12 blends showed up i'm new here i am twelve cigars, you know, and it's just yeah. that's a lot for a company, a new company. Yeah. These guys have started off with one cigar. Yeah. And it's been how how, how long how long has it been I mean, now? It's almost three years now. It's almost three years and they're yeah, still there's, I there's, mean uh, you know the only thing they released
1: new was the uh the Club five hundred came out later. And that is by far my favorite um in the whole Viva La Vida line. That and the jester I mean are just Absolutely
0: yeah, immediate. yeah, I've got I've got a jester right here, and that's uh yeah. that, that's that's our when we go a little bit shorter on time. This jester yeah. is is absolutely perfect. Uh, yeah. We haven't had the club five hundred yet, so mm-hmm. um um uh, yeah. Last time I was up at a uh, um, Corona up at a uh, um, uh, Sand Lake, yeah. Uh, Those they were out. They didn't, ha- they didn't have. I'm like, hey, you know where's it? so? And then then I forgot. I will to. tell you this: we did get a shipment in today. So oh, did you? All right. Yeah, for me. <laughs> call, call, a note. call Jeff's guys, oh, yeah. and you know, because that'll be it's like I said, it's the only we'll one, do one that, that back order tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you were saying before the show, you are speaking of AJ, AJ's in town, he's in town, he's so, in town. Um, um so how, how long is he going to be in town for? Because you talked about, you know, that you're doing TPE, is he going right. to be in town for a couple of until TPE, or he'll be here a week. I don't think
1: he's going to be able to make it to TPE. His for schedule kind of- is really really uh, really really stressful. I don't know how he does it um, but he's all over the place he flew in he's gonna be here a few days and he's gone again but you know I, I've mentioned this a lot and and I don't know if people really believe it but it's it's a god on truth he is so hands-on that he's here in Miami but he's he's constantly getting videos and pictures of the farms of the factory and he's just making decisions and telling people what to do and I'm like he's here but he's really like almost not here. You know, because yeah, I've,
0: I've never I've never seen him in a picture of just like you, you, I've never seen him in a chair. He's always standing. Yeah. Either in a field in the factory, you know, holding tobacco, you know, in, in either, you know, in field with tobacco or rolling tobacco. I just want him a picture like in a rocking chair, just relaxing. I don't know. If I, that's it. It. And that's late at night when you get down there
1: and, and, and take a tour and stay at his house. And you'll, you'll see him. He's still not relaxed, even though he's sitting. Because <laughs> what he's doing is he's trying the blends. And and whatever was made that day, he's making sure it's on point. That's what he does all night.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of blends, um, I want to start off talking about um, a, a cigar that I had uh, just, the, just the other day. And it blew me away. Really um, uh, and I got it in the Corona Premium Cigar of the Month Club. Um, and it was the A.J. Fernandez Ramon Alones. Like, I'd never... I had never had that cigar before because that name just turns me off. You know, because like I said, it's the only Cuban cigar that I like. Is the and that and and saying okay. I like it is being generous on that okay. on that cigar. I'm just not a Cuban cigar guy. They're just not bold enough, spicy enough for me. They're just doesn't have that that pow. But okay. um, and and I didn't know AJ had made one. Uh, you know, with that with I didn't know anybody made outside of Cuba with the other uh, Ramon Lone's name. So I mean, with all the other ones, you, you, all these Cuban cigars snobs lovers aficionados whatever they right. hate it when other people steal they always say you stole the name well well Castro stole everything you know? right. <laughs> yeah so because AJ's from Cuba correct, correct? Yep. So, um, um what made him want to reintroduce that that name um, uh, was it just for you know growing up did he actually did he work at that factory did he roll? What's a tie with AJ and, and the Ramon Alone's name?
1: Well, so the 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 idea with Ramon Yones was that he, he he was approached to make that uh, that cigar uh, by General Cigar Company that owns the name, owns the rights to that name.
0: Oh, I I didn't oh, I didn't know that. So, <laughs> oh, so so General owns the rights to, uh, and I'm gonna pronounce a Alonese, a yep, like a Y. Ramon Damn it. Yeah, that sounds like a rube. I'm going to write that down, put that on my list of things I say wrong. Um, no, I, I didn't know. I thought that was a uh, – I didn't know General had owned yes. um, that. So thing. they came to him and said, hey,
1: would you like to redo this, kind of bring it out in your rendition, your version of what Ramona Jones should be, could be, all new packaging, and that was done in 2018. And uh, now we distribute that cigar uh, under the A.J. Fernandez portfolio. It's he 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 held he didn't hold back on that. I mean, he really did not hold back on that cigar. He went all out. Uh, it is, um, I arguably, in my opinion, one of the best constructed cigars. Now, I know we're not smoking cigars for construction purposes, but <laughs> yeah. look, and by the way, it's covered in a cedar sleeve, so you can't see it. But when you take that off, I mean, my goodness, and the flavors on that thing, it's it's
0: off the chain yeah there's the there's the 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 sleeve the sleeve it 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 is i mean it's it's bold it's spicy but at the same time it's mellow it's creamy Creamy. um and uh and and kudos to jeff at corona for putting that in uh um uh this one it was just let me
1: tell you that that that's a that's a high-end cigar for us um the price point is is much higher than our than other cigars in our portfolio like the New World Cameroon that you're smoking right now. Um, but that goes to show you the inventory that A.J. has access to, to be able to, to use so many different tobaccos and come up with so many amazing blends that you don't have to shy away from, from the portfolio because there's something for everybody. And if you wanna change you know, day to day, you can. But imagine this, imagine you know, you're growing up in a communist country, uh, Cuba for that matter, and you hear all the big names, right? Cohiba, yeah. Monte Cristo, Ramona Romeo Julieta. He's making all of those except Cohiba. You know, he's making what, four Monte Cristos and Ro- Romeo Julieta. I think he's made four of them as well. Um, you know, A. Chupman he's made as well. And now he gets to blend and distribute Ramona which one of the oldest brands, the first one to ever wear a cigar band. Um, it's, Is it that
0: really that was the first the first to wear a cigar band? That's, that's what I've heard. It's the first one to ever wear a band.
1: Everything oh, else wow. was
0: naked before that. Wow. Yeah, learn, learn something new, you know, uh, all, all the time. So uh how, how many how many cigars do you guys? I mean, for how many different companies do you even know a number? I
1: don't, I don't because like like uh Frankie and I deal with, with the distribution, uh, the importation distribution of AJ Fernandez portfolio here in the United States, and we've got reps all over the place um, just to handle that. We don't get the collaborations. Uh, Those go to their respected companies. So when that happens, you know, I I, I don't even know. I don't don't even know how they can keep track of all this stuff, of how many different companies, and and we try them. I try cigars that he makes for other people, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, this is really good. We should have saved this for us, you know? (laughs) You know, even even people say that. Hey, how come AJ makes the the best blends for other people? I disagree, and so does he. You know.
0: You know, but but at the end of the day, it's, it's money in his pocket. You know, yeah. so and, you, know, you know. And the
1: beautiful thing is that people come to him, and they tell him what they want. He delivers, and that's why they keep coming.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, I I don't I don't know because it seems like it's there's always something new coming out, and and I, I often wonder that you said earlier, like how. How the hell is he doing anything? Like, how can he, like, I, I can imagine going to him, like, yeah, come see me in three years. I can I can work with you. You know, it, it just, it blows me away just the amount of product and the amount of quality product that, yeah. that, that, that comes out of uh, the factory. I don't, is he, you know, because you guys got have two factories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You've got to have a great support staff because I've never had an AJ Fernandez cigar, and and like I said, and I can't say that with anybody. Well, I've never had a Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust had a, a construction okay. issue, ever, you know. But I've never had an AJ with a construction issue ever, you know. Hands up, uh, how, how yeah, do you produce I hear that? A lot. And it's uh, it's something he takes a lot of pride in. Um,
1: he really does inspect everything, and I've seen him take a batch of cigars and and even right before it goes to package, you say this is not right. And and scrap them, you know they're not they're not they're not being delivered, and there'll be a delay, and maybe it's a a cigar he's making for somebody, and maybe that person would be upset because there's deadlines and you know money invested and whatnot, and they want to get out there. He says I need more time to make it again because it was not right, and I don't know too many people that would do that, you know. But he's got he puts his name on a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things he that doesn't bear his name. But he is uh, very prideful in that.
0: Uh, yeah, I I always find out. it uh, uh, funny whenever someone will say something like, "Oh, I've never smoked an AJ Fernandez before." I go, "Yes, yes, you have." <laughs> you oh know? yeah, 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 the, yeah. That that would be you, you. would actually have to put in a lot of work just not to smoke a like. If you didn't like AJ for some reason, you would have to put in the legwork to not smoke one of his cigars. Like it, yeah. it'd be a it'd be a full time job,
1: right? Um, or you know what I do find a lot, and I know our reps see it a lot, is some people say, oh, I love AJ Fernandez, but then they don't name anything that he owns. <laughs> they haven't had a new world like you, which was shocking. You know, or San Votan, or Last Call. Viva La Vida, you know, is, is very hot right now. Diaz de Gloria.
0: Yeah. Bellas Artes. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 what is your favorite non – or what is your favorite AJ and then non-AJ? My favorite
1: AJ – there's two – um, there's there's one that's been the one for a long time, and that's the Bellas Artes Natural.
0: Bella. Uh, it's it's bella? Be-
1: like bella? Yeah, bella? Just like Ramona, the Ramona Jones the double yeah. L, it's like a Y. Damn it. <laughs> <That's> a- Bellas. <laughs> Bellas Artes. Okay. Um, the Natural, any size except, well, the Gordo is a little, I'm not a huge Gordo uh, fan, um, but the Toro in that cigar, listen, everybody out there that says, I only smoke Cubans, you got if you haven't smoked bay this natural don't think it tastes like a real Cuban cigar with a whole hell of a lot more flavor yeah listen out if you haven't had it
0: you know? yeah, that, that's that's the problem with Cuban like so they're just not enough flavor you know and, um, and, and and I guess I guess that that's fine you know some, some people you know they, they, you know they just don't like Nicaraguan cigars. they don't like spicy cigars I, I don't I don't know you know but it is what it is um, what about your not, favorite non aj? My non, my favorite non-ager that he makes. Yeah, yeah, that he
1: makes. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go with uh, the Monty by Monte Cristo by AJ Fernandez. The black. We, I
0: I I would probably have to say, or you know, I probably smoked more of those recently than because uh, uh, I've gotten a few in some um, some different uh, like cigar of the month clubs. <laughs> And then I um, I picked up a couple when I was up at Corona Sand Lake, and that's a, just a fantastic. Um, and it's not an expensive cigar; no. it's not a cheap cigar. Right, just a good middle of the road.
1: However, that oh. new Monte
0: Cristo 1935 is to die for. That's what everybody says. I haven't I haven't I haven't tried that one yet. And the
1: new Trinidad is speeding through number two. That is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, that one. I'm I'm almost positive. I'd have to go back in my my Instagram. I think I smoked that one. Like a it's really new. It just came out. Oh, also, oh, so that's not the one that I smoked because no, the like, number two. Oh, the number two. I'm gonna have to go yeah. have to look the, look that one up.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, about a month it's been out.
0: Okay, so how you know? So AJ's. At, how old is it? I can't tell. How old is it? Do you know r- roughly how think, old he is? Yes, guess I know exactly how old he is. Of course. Oh, do you? He he's yeah. got it. He's got to be seventy-one.
1: You nailed it.
0: Really? <laughs>
1: Maybe his dad.
0: Yeah. He's I, forty-two. AJ Fernandez is forty. Yes. He's Don't 40. let the white hair fool you. That's I, I just. I, but he's been doing this for like sixty years. How the hell is he 42? How the hell that just it makes me want to like I've done nothing with my fucking life. You know, like uh, like I'll be 44 this year. And this is like the second time I've said this in a week. I feel like I've done nothing with my life. It must be. It must be the hair. I don't know what it is. It is, it is. just like the couple of pictures I've seen. Like, is it? You know, it's what I said. I can't tell how old he is. Yes, and he doesn't die. It is that platinum white. You it, know. it is. Wow. You know, and then uh, he's gonna kill me. He think I'm, I'm 71 years old. Oh my god! Yep, I, because I phoning your trip. <laughs> yeah, he's because he's jacked. I mean, he's a. I mean, he's a, a big dude. That's why I'm like, how old is he? But it, it, you know, you, you say that and like, I, you just you just think he's been around forever. Like, yeah, like, like, like,
1: like,
0: like, like, like my whole life has just been like, you know, AJ Fernandez. Like my whole cigar smoking life like he's always been there like right. every everybody talks about him you hear you know jd you hear you know carlito you hear everybody telling all of these aj stories like they're talking about you know like the patriarch of the of the tobacco industry and he's and he's only 42 years old yeah oh yeah. my yeah. god i yeah chad you can't walk that back kevin you cannot walk that back it's uh, a <laughs> You know, I was gonna say he looks good for a seventy-year-old, but yeah, like, right. Yeah, you you maybe dye that hair now, AJ. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. You know, so.
1: I, if he dyed it or put a wig on. <laughs> he'd look like he's twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah.
0: God. Yeah. Take, take the hat off, dye it, and then uh, nobody nobody would recognize him uh, at at all. You know, I don't even
1: think he. I don't even know if he can grow facial hair.
0: Yeah, I mean he's always clean shaven. I don't, yeah, I don't see
1: him with facial hair. That's
0: I've, I I've never seen. Yeah, I've never seen any photo. I mean he's never. You know, he just. But you know, uh, a, a lot of a lot of those old, you know, like I said, um, um, like cigar guys, they either have a little mustache or they have nothing. You know, yeah. they're, all, they're always. You know, you never, you're never gonna see this. You know, no. like like out in the field somewhere. You know, there 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 must be a reason. Uh, I'll There's get down there. Yeah. I'll get out in the field and be like, ah, this, like the bugs in my beard or something. Uh, transporting like. Tobacco beetle in your beard. Yeah. Oh my That's God. Funny. That's funny. Uh, he, uh, please nobody tell him I said that. So, so you're, you know, uh, so what exactly is your role? What is your title? At, at
1: my ADS? official title is director of operations. Um, I don't know if that really covers everything that I, that I'm in charge of in the U S um, but we've got a really, really good team. And so we oversee all the importation and the distribution of the portfolio line, all the brands that, that AJ owns and distributes, uh, all throughout the U.S. So international is handled uh, overseas, and the U.S. is handled at, by our office here in Doral, Florida.
0: Okay. and, yep. then, and then And then AJ just pretty much he's – is he is he hands off on yours, or does he does he get into you know a little bit? Does he does he know what you do you know? Because like I said it's he seems like he loves the fact like he loves the factory and he's just like just sell cigars you know and just do your job sell well, cigars. I, I tell him what I do. I don't know if he knows what I do. <laughs> um,
1: I try to tell him, try to explain it to him. It's uh it's interesting, but we want him down there. Everybody wants him down there because. Like our motto says, our, our motto is passion, discipline, and great tobacco. you got to be passionate to be in this industry. you just got to be passionate. And he's got that in spades. And he's got that in spades, and we want him down there working on that because, you know, today he came in and he said, here, I made I made a few new blends. I want you to try them. And he gave me th- three of each. I mean, the cigars are perfect. They don't, you know, they have, a, you know, Prototype band on. I forgot him in the office. I should have brought him. And I'm just like, this is this is perfect. I'm smelling the cigar. I'm like, what is this? This is this is unreal. Like, does it doesn't smell like anything he's ever made. He's always trying something new, and he's he's like a kid in the candy store, but he gets to play with all the candy.
0: Yeah, and then and then the second thing that you said, in which everybody in the industry knows that about AJ, because I've heard it in spades, is discipline. Um, they, they, you know, and, and they all say that and they, and I would probably say most of the people say lovingly, very lovingly, AJ is very difficult or can be very difficult to work with because he is disciplined. You know, it's just, it is what it is. And there's, there's no cutting corners. There's no shortcuts. There's no, like you said earlier, I need this cigar by then, you know, and AJ says, you'll get the cigar when the cigar is ready. And, yep. that, and that is it and you don't you know you you don't get it beforehand and ev- everything is disciplined
1: i listen i run into that problem all the time we get shipments every week and so i want them to react always faster when things are are depleting um i want them to ship faster and and i'll start throwing you know launching emails and whatnot and and he'll eventually pick up the phone and says hey you know we're not making empanadas you know, you got to you. You got to wait. You know, they it, it, it's a lot more difficult than just putting some leaves together, rolling it up, and calling it a day.
0: Yeah, I I want to see that that whiteboard at the factory or whatever it is. I mean, the list of what you know, you, you make so many cigars. You know, I I just I find it mind boggling. Like I said, the amount of cigars you make. And that just means mind-boggling on the amount of cigars your rollers have to make, your right. you know, the Banchero, you know, just what you know, and then just the people that run the factory, just keeping that in, and you know, we you know, I I can't imagine on any given day how many different blends that are that are being produced, and then keeping, keeping track of all that because I had heard once you guys are making like a hundred thousand cigars a day. Uh, it's up to one twenty-five now. One hundred twenty-five. Thousand cigars a day—that that is—that is is insane, you know. And then just trying to keep track of all that—that that's that's got to be one hundred twenty-five thousand. That's got to be dozens of different cigars.
1: Yeah, he starts explaining it to me, and and sometimes I'm like, okay, he's like (laughs) geeking out on it. And some people would love to hear this, and it's unfortunate he doesn't speak English because I think some people would just be mesmerized. I'm just—I start to get a headache. I'm like, listen, I've got a ton of stuff to deal with here. I can't like start to understand all that, you know. I mean, I 23 years ago when I got in this industry, I had a small factory here in Little Havana with four rollers. I mean, you can't compare. You know, we just bought bales of tobacco, roll it and and that's it. Down there it's different. Whatever they're going to roll tomorrow has to be prepped days in advance. So yeah. A lot of planning, a lot of logistics that the leaf has to be ready. Now if if it's not ready then you got to transition to something else, give somebody some bad news. This is going to be delayed and you know that 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 whole thing is never ending it's not it's great when at least on our end when we have the inventory and, and you know thank god that he's got this capacity um to be able to keep us with uh stocks and throughout this whole crazy last year and beginning of this year we've had really really good inventory and um haven't been too affected at the factory with with everything going on and we've been able to continue to, to get the cigars out. We, we pride ourselves in shipping almost every order same day. Once they come in, they go out, they get processed and they're out the door. And it gets, it, it's very important. Um, we should be able to do that because of the size and the factory and whatnot. But of course there are things that are out of our control and um, it's not in his hands once, if, if it's not ready, it just isn't ready. You know, and
0: everybody's gotta wait, you know. Oh, exactly. <laughs> now you talked about like the last year. Um, yeah, and, and I know a, a lot of people have been affected. A lot of people have gotten COVID, a lot, you know, people have lost their jobs, you know, so I, I, I hate to say this, you know, in, in, in a positive light, but has COVID-19 kind of been a ble- for, for cigar prop, COVID-19 kind of been a blessing in disguise for us. Busier than we ever have been. It's just been cranking. How about about you guys? Has it been kind of a blessing in disguise on a lot of people smoking cigars? I believe so.
1: I believe so. And it's uh, I remember the early days or beginning of March. We you know, Frankie and I uh, and Frankie Santos is my my go to guy in the office. He's my right hand guy. We we uh, we share the same floor in the office and um, we went through a lot of scenarios. Um, we put up, you know, a lot of scenarios. I remember uh, calling AJ. He was in town, and he was doing some events with Rafael Nadal for the Aging Room Cuatro Maestro Cigar of the Year for Cigar Aficionado in 2019. And he was in town to do that, and uh, things were getting shut down, European flights, the NBA was getting canceled. And I called AJ, and I said, hey, are you watching the news? He's like, no, I'm actually laying down. What's going on? And I'm like, dude, everything's getting shut down things could get pretty bad. We've got contingency plans, i want to go over them with you. All he understood was, you mean to tell me I gotta leave the country and get back to Nicaragua, right? I'm like, I guess, I guess that's that's it. But we, we really had some doomsday plans that thank God we did not have to pull the trigger on. Uh, I believe we were very blessed in the fact that the factory was able to put in uh, procedures to keep everybody safe. I didn't hear of any cases down there even though nobody was testing anyway, so it's not like we would have found out. Yeah. However, we received our regular shipments. Uh, We pulled all the reps from the road. Uh, Most of them are still not on the road. The ones that have gone out are fully vaccinated and and are doing it because they want to and because some retailers want them to to visit. There's others that don't want to see any reps. So we've been able to to work through the pandemic. Everyone uh, is pretty spaced out. We have a good facility where nobody's working on top of each other. So we've been working. I mean, I, we didn't miss a day. Um, and, and I think we're very fortunate. On top of that, having inventory and more people smoking, you know you know what that means. So that was a blessing.
0: Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and you guys, how many farms, because you guys own your own farms as well. You know, so there, there are a lot of factories that, that we're relying on, you know, Tobacco. And then, you know, you heard some farms, you know, where there was an outbreak and, and you know, yeah. they partially got shut down. Some factories got shut down. Um, how many farms do you guys own? I think the last uh, time I asked him, he said
1: 15 that he yep. owns, And then the, the ones that he co-ops, I don't even know. I don't even know if he knows. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he grows tobacco for himself, but he also buys and barters. Uh, he trades a lot. And uh, and that's where he gets that. That's one of the one of the, the stories that he mentions when he got to uh, Nicaragua from Cuba and he saw tobacco from other parts of the world. He's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know this existed. You know, it's like going from black and white TV to, you know, 4K. You know? <laughs> yeah. So he was just shocked. And um, and so he still he still does that. He buys tobacco from from everywhere. Um, and then he uses it. Sometimes he sells it, or trades it, or whatever he does. And that's the part that that just blows me away. You know, we, he can have a farm that he's growing for somebody. You know, and he's going to get some of the product, but the rest is, or he's getting the wrapper out of there. And he's selling the, the viso or the lihero or whatever it is. He's selling it to somebody else. It's it's just so many things,
0: so many moving parts. And and, 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 and the fact that he's still bartering and trading, you know. No, but 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 I guess when you have all that tobacco, you know. I guess if, if you want something, you know that just that's unheard of. And, and to, yeah. it's it's 2021. Nobody you know, the does, the is the most impressive thing for me is that
1: when he puts out a cigar, any cigar in the portfolio, or any cigar he's making for somebody, he doesn't do that as a limited edition, um, you know, temporary thing. There's tobacco to support the sales. I mean, he he has to, because you never know what the sales are going to be like. So he's got the tobacco to to, to increase production, and that's that's the the amazing part. Now, of course, some of the wrappers are more difficult to work with. You know, kind of like here's a Club 500, which is you got to get this. Yeah, you gotta get the wrapper on this is got this reddish hue, which is just phenomenal, and that's because of the fermentation process that. That he that he puts it through and it, it takes a lot more time, so you got to have that patience, but you got to be very disciplined because of course, you know that the longer it takes to make it, the longer it is before you collect your money. That's his bank. The oh yeah,
0: yeah. When, when you when you got you know when you got bales of tobacco just sitting there and it's got to sit there for six months, a year, three years, you know you know and that's that's just a big ass pile of money. And at any given point, something can go wrong. And, even if you're growing it. Yeah. Even if you're
1: growing it. Listen, that, something, anything could go wrong. Look, I mean, look at the unfortunate situation with Alec Bradley. Yeah. You know, that, that just – how much tobacco is just gone, you know? And even if you're growing it yourself, it's still years away from using it.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I think Alan Rubin said that was for the uh, um, cigars in 2020. 20- yeah, 2024, 2025, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's so, you know, so I, I heard some comments online like, oh, well, at least it's far off. And I go, yeah, but they got to be scrambling because, you know, that, you know, they, yeah, they, they got How do they replace that? So in, in 2025, you know, some of these cigars, you know, are, are going to be, you know, harder to find. They're going to be a little bit rare. I mean, yeah. those, that was tobacco in a barn already. Right. So I, I, I didn't know. I don't know how long it had been there. You know, but yeah, you've got to, you've got to grow it. You've got to pick it and you got to get it back in the barns, you know? And I think he said one barn was going to be up within a week, but you know, it just, yeah. it, it's just, it's money going out. out. It, it, it's absolutely insane. And how, I mean, that, that's just going to, you know, trickle down or trickle up all the way to 2025. You know, when, when you see those, when you see those that, that price increase at the beginning of the year, where he's got to make that press release that, you know, cigars are going to be going up, you know, for, for that year. It's, it, it's absolutely uh, yep. insane. You yep. know, it's just a ton, a ton of tobacco. Um, but yeah, I, you know, you guys definitely have a, um, a ton and you guys got some big, you know, some big factories. Um, when, what uh, you've got your newest factory, you, cause you've got, you start, you know, so you, sorry, my dog. Um, how how old or how long has it been since you guys built your newest factory? Uh, the newest one
1: is um, I was down there in 16 is when it started. Okay, and then um, There's a, there's another newer one, but it doesn't really have a name. Maybe I shouldn't talk about that
0: okay. but, uh, Yeah, so there, there might be three um, okay, so there might, yeah, because I can, I like I said, Charlie from Half Wheel occasionally, like I said, someone will say something, then it's on Half Wheel the next day. So, yeah, so Charlie yeah. listens occasionally or it gets back to Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, don't print that. <laughs> you know,
1: we're not, we're, you know, we're not, uh, AJ's not giving a distribution to Forged. Uh, yeah. None of these other rumors that are floating around.
0: I, di- I didn't hear that one yet. The, uh, oh, The, the, uh, the distribution uh, uh, to Forged. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that was that was one that's a there's just so much there's always something out there you know There is. this this person's doing this this person's doing this i remember i texted you a couple weeks ago i said hey someone like in the know reached out to me like heard aj's blending this you know with this binder and i'm like oh my god that would be amazing you know so it's i asked him
1: straight up he's like no i don't don't know
0: (laughs) so i'm going I'm gonna to have to go back out, you know, and find because for the life of me, I get those messages every. Like people think, like I know, like I. Some people think I work for Corona. Some people like, like I work for Drew Estate. They're like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm looking for this, or and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I just I can Google it for you. I, you know, that's yeah. about all I, about all I can do sometimes. Yeah, but we get, uh, we get a lot of requests and a lot
1: of, um, you know, we've 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 been able to grow our our private Facebook group for for fans of, of the AJ Fernandez portfolio. And we got a lot of interesting questions in there. It's pretty yeah. interesting. Um, and, and, and people there also send us emails and, and whatnot. And, and the reps have heard it all. You know, I mean, <laughs> they, they get all the, the funny stuff. And, uh, you know, we have, we have, like I told you, we have an amazing team. And, um, you know, these guys will call me up and be like, hey, uh, we heard this. And I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> and then the funny thing is, Sometimes at night I'll talk to AJ and I'll mention it, and he gets mad. He's like, (laughs) "Who's saying this? Where's this coming from?" And I said, "Listen, it's the cigar
0: industry, you know. Got to talk about other people, I guess." That's it. You you definitely got to talk about other people. But I didn't know that, uh, which makes sense because I've only heard AJ's voice once in in an interview, and it was with like a um, like a a Spanish channel or something. It was either on YouTube or Facebook. I didn't know AJ. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know he didn't speak English. Very little. He understands a lot more.
1: Yeah. um, Because I've been translating, and other people have been translating for him. And then you kind of have to change. You don't translate word for word. You know, you've got to you've got to put the nuance, and and then he might say something um, with a Cuban slang, and you know, and so you've got to make it a little bit more elegant. What? And he'll stop and say, "Hey, that's not what I said. Tell him what I said." And I'm like. I'm getting there.
0: That. Yeah. That, that could be the reason why I, I haven't seen him on these zoom herfs and everything else. Right. I just figured he's just a busy man. Always, always in the field, always in the factory. You know, he, he had you guys doing all of this, you know, so he didn't have to. So I guess, right. I guess that makes, that makes sense. Like I said, only, like I, said I only heard his voice, you know, the, the, the one, the one time.
1: Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he's put a lot of, uh, a lot of faith and trust in myself and Frankie and the whole team here in Miami and all the reps uh, to be able to carry this load for him and, and, and do the right thing, you know, and, and it's a big responsibility. Um, I'm very appreciative of it and, um, and I hope that he understands, you know, the job that we're doing, the, the, uh, the sacrifices, really, because um, like I told you, if you're, if, to be in this industry, if you're not passionate about cigars. If this, if this is, this is why you do it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, I, I can't say enough about the team that we have assembled right now. It's, uh, it's second to none. Yeah.
0: Uh, and, and, and there's only, you know, I, like, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you talk, and there's only one other family, I mean, AJ, like there's no other cigar company out there that, that does that where the owner master blender field, I mean, that is completely hands off as in the cigar world and the only other companies padron like like it's it's aj fernandez and padron and like that, that that's it they leave it to other people to handle you know everything else i mean there. are yeah, you, you, you you
1: can't be a jack of all trades you got to specialize in something and in this you know thank god he specialized in, in what he does and he's really really good at it um you know we, we um we do talk about a lot of these things but then when he starts telling me factory stuff and and pre-industry uh, and, and and all this stuff, I'm just like, man, I would hate to deal with deal with that. And then he's probably thinking the same thing with the with the US operation.
0: Oh know? yeah. You know, just 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 tonight, just you doing this. He's probably like, yeah, it's a good thing he does that, not you know, I just you know, I, I I I can't do that. And some 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 manufacturers don't. They 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 don't do interviews. They they don't do social media, either. Right. They, a they don't understand it. Right. right. Or just or they just they don't have the time. He's you know? very active in social media. He does post yeah. a lot of pictures.
1: Um, he's got I don't know two or three cell phones on him at all times. Um, but it's more to uh, to interact with people, and so that they can see he's not just out there posing. I mean, some of them look like he's posing, but he's that's, out there.
0: I was going to ask, me, does does he have a photographer with him? Because no. he takes the most amazing photos of when <laughs> of when he's in the field or he's in the factory, and I'm like, who the hell's taking this photo? That's that's all an iPhone 12
1: Pro Max. That's all. That's
0: yeah, all it is. God,
1: yeah? just think that what he got Yeah. When you get a chance to go down there, once once some of this keeps, you know, hopefully we're, we're trending in the right direction, um, you get down there, and you'll be amazed. All the tours that we do, none of it is scripted. You know, we haven't been able to do a tour now, and my goodness, it's been 13 months, 14 wow. months. Yeah, I think the last group left like end of February, and and that was it, and they shut it down. But that's what a lot of people say that have been to other tours, and, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, obviously, but there's no, there's nothing scripted. And, and AJ's not a part of any of it. He just makes himself a part of it. Okay. So let's say you are now going to go visit um, the factory, uh, the San Lotano factory in Ocotal in the northern part, and you're getting ready to load the bus, and AJ pulls in. And it's like, hey, let's go check out this field over here, and I'm going to show you some tobacco. And it's like, okay, and yeah. now you're doing that. And and everybody's like, oh, he's so genuine and so natural. I'm like, yeah, that's just that's who he is. That's what he does. You know? And uh so like, well, let's go have lunch. And it's not lunchtime, but we're gonna go have lunch because AJ's hungry. You
0: know, he's <laughs> never hungry. I don't know when the man eats. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, I, you know what? Now that you say that, I've never seen him eat either, ever. Like he's I never eat. he's never sitting down and he's never eating. He's never I having was a starving stand. today. Frankie
1: and I were like, What are we eating? We normally order in and and I'm like, "Hey, you want me to order lunch?" He's like, "No, no, no, I'm not hungry. I don't know what eats. I know he likes Starbucks in the morning, though. That's oh, sure. does it? Oh, is that his? Well,
0: there's no Starbucks Uh-oh. over there. So when he
1: comes here, it's Starbucks <laughs> every day.
0: Oh, I can only imagine if he likes Starbucks, he is not happy with what he's getting anywhere else in the, uh, you know, in, in the world. You know, uh, Nicaragua, Honduras, the DR. You're not, uh, you're not getting Starbucks. No, no, yeah, at, at all. So, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about your history um, a little bit and then how you come to work with um, with AJ but you started off life um, not as a um, uh, a cigar geek per se' we we'll, 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 we'll figure you know we'll, we'll' we'll get into what led you into the to the cigar world but you were actually a baseball player
1: It's mm.
0: wow.
1: so, a throwback it looks like it's like from the 40s
0: I I know it's so, just so How old are you? 75, 80? Yeah. You know, I mean this this photo was taken in what 1921?
1: Yeah, you're um, really bad with uh, ages. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I I know, you know, but I, I've never seen a black and white baseball card, you know, other 1996, than 1996. Why would they 1995? Why would is they that do what black that was? Why would they do black and white? Every other
1: year is colored. I get the black and white year.
0: Oh my god, that is awesome. You know, that, uh, yeah, 1996, and it's yeah. uh, it, it, it's color. You know, like, is that – so was that your grandfather in that fo- – you know, just yeah. – uh, yeah. You know,
1: I, it's funny because my grandfather came from Cuba in the, in the mid-50s to play for the Washington Senators. He left Cuba to play baseball here. Oh, really? Okay. All his pictures are black and white. And then now, <laughs> you know, he and I had pictures, you know, both in black and white. It's the weirdest thing in the world. But, yeah, I, you know, I, I played baseball and, um Actually, after that season, I played in uh, independently, and um, I always had cigars. I remember driving up to Indiana to play in uh, out of Richmond, Indiana, um, and I rented a Lincoln Town car because I didn't like to fly. I still don't like to fly, but rented a Lincoln Town car, and those things were huge in in uh, 1996. And in the front seat were two humidors, <laughs> you know, and a cooler. And it was just smoking the whole way up. And then I had family and friends sending me cigars. And um, I always liked cigars. After that second season of minor leagues, uh, I met somebody down here in Miami who, who said they had a factory. Um, and um, it, it wasn't a factory. It was just a whole wall of no electricity. And I'm like, no, we need to have a factory. And so we came up with a partnership and opened up a, a factory in uh, Little Havana. Uh, That was 1996-97, made cigars for a few years there, tried to make some cigars in DR and didn't work out. Um, And then I stepped away um, and went and did other things and came back about 04, I was going to relaunch my brand again and then decided to sell it uh, to the same person. And then uh, I met AJ around 14 or 15. And uh, I was working with somebody else. I was working at, uh, with a factory in Nicaragua. I knew of AJ. never met him before. And and kind of, you know, we hit it off. And um, we launched a brand in 2016. It was La Gran Llave. Uh, and that did pretty well. And um, we always talked about working together. And I got the opportunity in uh, March of 2019 to come and... Um, and run his operation here in the United
0: States. So, so you've only, I had another thing. It just seems like you, for me anyways, I don't think of AJ Fernandez without Omar Fernandez, you know? So, but, it, but you've only been with the company for, for a couple of years, yeah, a, a couple of years. Now going back, just read, did your father play baseball as well? Or did it skip a generation?
1: No, it skipped, it skipped one. So it was my grandfather on my mom's side. My dad played a little bit just cause he had met my mom, whatever. Um, but, no, it was just my grandfather. And then the weird thing is neither one of my kids, neither one of my boys will uh, play baseball.
0: That's what I was going to ask next. So so your boys don't you, – no. you, you never – I mean, going through what you went through, I mean, because baseball – so I, I've got friends. we got customers that are baseball players. i got friends that are baseball players. Yeah. Um, been in the minors for 10 years, you know, and it's just that there's still that hope, that glimmer, yeah. that glimmer, and that's yeah. – uh, that, it's that – it's that carrot at the end of the stick that you keep going for. Did, did, you, never, did you never want that for your, for your kids? No. Uh, I did. I don't know why they didn't want it.
1: Um, and they had my grandfather um, to teach him and whatnot, and they had me, and they went towards basketball. And my youngest is the one that, that uh, looks more promising with uh, basketball. They're both musicians, um, but my youngest uh, really loves basketball. It's amazing. Wow.
0: How old yeah. are your
1: boys? Uh, 15 and 17. Okay. Yeah.
0: So so they're, they're right at that age where that's the sports. They're they're coming alive right now. That's, that's yeah. the most the, – the You know, emotional. it's funny you mentioned that
1: about these guys. I played with a guy um, in a minor league. So, you know, I was, what, 21, 22 years old, and there's guys that are 27, 28, have been playing 8, 10 years. They're married. They have kids. I mean, listen, there's no money in minor league baseball. It's like, like less than – and welfare. I mean, it's bad, you know, and these guys were married with kids and the dream was just, they couldn't let it go. Couldn't let it go. A lot of those guys end up coaching too, and they do yeah. very well. But um, I didn't have that plan. Um, I didn't have that plan. I know other guys. Uh, I was good friends with Mike Lowell, played with him in, in college, and and his, his goal was he either moves up every year, a division in minor league, or he shuts it down. And you know, had an amazing career with the Marlins and the Yankees and the Red Sox. And um, you know, his plan worked. It doesn't work for everybody.
0: No, it, 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 it's like it's like one in a million. It, a it, lot it, of politics. You know, it, it, it's just, it, it's absolutely insane. I don't I don't know how these guys do it, but it's you know I, I can see you know because if you go you know five six seven eight years, it's just like. I've got so much invested. I got so much invested into this business, which is yourself. You know, how do you walk away? And then what do you do? You know, you nailed it. You You said it's
1: a business. They're invested in a business. They don't see it that way. Yeah, It's, it's a dream. They don't see it as a business. They see it as their life. Yeah. And
0: that's the difference.
1: If you see it as a
0: business, you won't do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I look at everything. It's pencil, the paper, it's numbers, it's yeah. crunching the numbers. It's this, this isn't working. It's a, whether it's a product, you know, I have a, a product. It's like, you know, you look at the numbers and it's like, you know what, we need to cut the, cut this loose, yeah. give it, give it away, sell it at below cost, whatever, get yeah. rid of it. It's a business, cut your losses, move on to the next thing. But after playing baseball for 10 years, you know a lot of these guys like what what do you what do you do you know do you, you know it just that, that's got to be the the toughest toughest thing of just you know the, the next day you wake up you know you, you're omar fernandez you're not a baseball player you know right on a monday morning like what yeah. do you, for me for me
1: it was uh i still had a, a contract offer i was a free agent and i didn't like the offer and i said do i continue chasing this dream or do I go into the cigar industry? And I chose cigars at that time. That was the new passion.
0: Now, were you married at the time, or? No,
1: no. Okay. But uh, so a little easier. Girl, my girlfriend at the time is is my wife. So it, okay, uh, worked out. It worked out.
0: So how how was that conversation? It's like, all right, so I'm not I'm not going to do it in baseball. I'd like to try cigars because you you would never you never because your your grandfather was a a, a baseball player. Yeah. What, what did your father do? Was he in the cigar industry no, at all? At all. At all. And it's weird
1: because I, I was always smoking. So when she met me, I was smoking cigars. Yeah. And she's never had a problem with it. Um, so it wasn't – it was like, okay, you know, I support you whenever she was going to school. And and um, so I got into business and into cigars and um, met a lot of people. Uh, I remember my first uh, RTDA, IPCPR, PCA now, yeah. you know, 1997. Um, showing up to share a booth, a ten by ten booth with with uh, Gurkha at the time with Kaizad, and um, having uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo help me out. Um, he was the only one that had tobacco at that time.
0: That was a boom. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. You 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 got in at the wrong. I mean, well, the wrong time and the right time. You know, it was the right time if you had tobacco.
1: If you yeah. didn't have tobacco, then you know, people say we're in a boom now. It's a mini boom, I think. Yeah. But nowhere near what it was then.
0: No, not 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 at all. How, how did how did you how did you get tobacco? I mean, because I said back then it's like it, it uh, like boutique cigar companies, I mean, they weren't a you know, they, they weren't prevalent like they are now. You know, right. it was it was the monsters of the industry back yeah. then and everybody hoarded from the stories that I get, everybody hoarded their tobacco. Though there was, you know, they, they didn't want to release they didn't want to give anybody else their secret blend right, right of tobacco. So how, how are you, you know, cuz cuz I mean cuz back then so um, was uh, Ernesto did he still have a place down in a uh, uh, little Havana? Was he still rolling down there?
1: Yeah, you could you could there was a line around the corner for people who <laughs> sold retail there. Uh, the Wavel, I remember that the La Gloria Guana Wavel was like but it had to be made in Miami. That's what everybody wanted. So they wanted the bottom of the box to be said The same made in Miami. He had 300 rollers in the Dominican Republic, but people wanted that cigar made in Miami. There was a line. I mean, I would go in there to just get five pounds of filler, you know, so I could make some cigars. And it was jam-packed, people. Jam-packed. It was great. Those days were crazy. There was a distributor in Miami that sold uh, tobacco. And I remember going to see him and seeing the racks full. I'm talking hundreds of bales. And I said, I just need to buy one bale. 110 pounds, all I need, and he's like, I don't have anything, and I'm like, <laughs> what's all this? He's like, oh, that's Ernie's, but I think Ernie wouldn't mind if I bought one. <laughs> yeah, he would. It, it, yeah, you're right. People hoarded
0: it because you couldn't get anymore. There wasn't enough to go around. How, and, how, did, how did you meet him was he was he i mean just because you were in the same area you had a little yeah, we're four blocks away
1: from each other and you know introduced myself and you know and and um and that was it it, it was he was the nicest guy He'd give the shirt off your, off his back you know it was that type of guy and then when i got to the show and i'm unloading my truck and trying to put everything together he's like here i want to introduce you to some people and he put his guys to build my booth
0: oh wow yeah, but but you hear those stories about him, you know, um, I think Jonathan Drew slept at his house, you know, yeah. for for a little bit, you know, and just you hear these stories, you know, of, of him I heard and, uh, story
1: uh, about about Ernie. And and that's pretty impressive. And, yeah. and it's it's real stuff. I mean, it's it's stuff that's not. Uh, it's not glamorous in any way, but but it, it speaks to the to the type of individual type of person. You know, AJ is very similar. He's got he's got some people that that just can't do wrong by him, you know. And and he they helped him back in the day, and he is going to be loyal to to the end of the earth.
0: So, so how long did you have your um uh, your your factory before uh, before you moved on from that?
1: I left uh, around two thousand, and then uh, got back in in oh four, and then there was a big gap. Um, you know, and I was still smoking cigars and I still have cigars from that era too. Um, I've got a couple of humidors like, like yours. I've
0: seen your, your setup. Okay. I was going to ask that. So so you've collected a few over the years and, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, there's some 20 something year old stuff there. A lot of it actually.
0: (laughs) God, I can, I can only, only imagine. But I will tell you this.
1: We have way better tobacco now. Yeah. Uh, those the late 90s there was very little good tobacco really oh yeah
0: i mean it was it just because of the boom? they were just trying to demand were, is so high just
1: roll whatever get it out it'll sell
0: and then and that and that was it you know just not not quite the quality quality control right. that they have you know yeah. that they have now um absolutely no. absolutely insane yeah. now have you um uh can you roll a cigar? are you you know not very well no
1: what i what i like to do is when i'm at the factory see aj testing the tobacco and watch him roll it. um he's pretty good and there, there's some videos of him out there rolling cigars yeah um, i can make you something pretty uh pretty rugged
0: <laughs> it's smokable it's still smokable. yeah yeah, yeah exactly you know that, that, that's it now now have you ever Um, playing around at the factory, come up with something like cool, you know, and and just like, you know, has there ever, have you ever put your, your touch on something? When you get down
1: there, okay, and you see what's going on, you have that idea going down there for the first time. Yeah. Man, I'm going to go find some stuff and I'm going to tell them to put something together for me. (laughs) You know, you get down there and you're like, nah, no, not doing that. Not doing that. It's just, it's just too much. Like just when, when, I did it, when I had my factory here, it's because you, you had to come up with a blend with whatever you found. You know what I mean? Whatever it was, um, you know, we were able, we were able to score a, a bale of something, and we don't even, you know, they tell you what it is, but you don't know really, and you gotta see how it smokes, how the combustion is. Is it is it fermented well enough and it's not raw or anything and you've gotta play with it. But at the level that they do in the factories now, it's it's unheard of. It's like, yeah, I'll leave you guys to it. You know, it's it's a, it's such it's such a large scale.
0: Yeah, I, I I've seen some factories I you know, I I really haven't seen other than what AJ Post, you know, and um, uh, but but I can only imagine it just being daunting. Just it's just O- overwhelming it's like where where do you begin even he was, was down a little while and he tells me the other day he's like you're not gonna
1: everything's double the size now the, even the new factory up north is more than double the size both for storage and for rolling so eh, I, I can't
0: imagine you just, you just wonder where where he starts like like when you know so someone approaches him you know be it a, a, a little guy you know, or you know Billy and Gus. You know, I have an idea, you know, what possibly goes through his mind of, like, where to start, you know, what tobaccos to use. It, it's just absolutely insane. And like you said earlier, you know, no special releases, you know, so the, so the tobacco that, that you're getting has got to be it, – it, it's got to be ongoing. So you've got to be, be ongoing. To yeah,
1: he's got to have a, a plentiful supply, but he's got a lot to play with. Um you know, I've heard a lot of people say that you can only have a certain amount of blends at the factory. I don't believe any of the blends that he makes are are repeated. I think they could be similar. I know there's something different, and um, and that goes for, for a lot of places. Now, when you're making a small run, if you're a boutique uh, company and you're making a limited run of 5,000 cigars, 10,000 cigars, whatever it is, you can go and find the tobacco you want to use. The only issue is one. Well, it's it's you run it and you're done. Yeah, you're be able to repeat that. Whereas at AJ's level, you're having the same processes, the same field fermented the same way for the same amount of time. You get that repetitiveness, even though tobacco is different year to year. It is a leaf.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and you, you said it, and people say that all the time. Um, it, it's like you know they, they say there's only so many different ways you can blend a cigar. Yeah, If you actually did the math, you know, it, it's not infinite, but it's a lot. You know, it, you know if lot. You, when you take the, the, the wrapper, the binder, if you use two different filler leaves, three different fillers, yeah. you know, and, you try, and then from different farms, you know, because, you know, the soil is different, yeah. everything yeah. is different. So when you start adding up all of those numbers, I mean, there's, if, if I had to guess, there, there's probably hundreds of thousands of different ways that you can make this one cigar,
1: yeah, and then to get it the same year after year, or that, at least what I think is the same, I think it's the same. Um, where you can buy it in California or New York or London, and it's the
0: same. It's what you remember. That's impressive. It, it is, and, and 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 I still don't understand that. You know, like I said I, I've I've talked to all of these you know blenders, Willie Herrera, um, um, Nick Melillo, and it's like. How do you, how do you guys do it you know so, so you so you have a pair of roller you, you, you've got you're, you're rolling say 5,000 cigars and then they may not roll that again for months or six months or if it's a small boutique company they may not roll that again for a year right and then they've got to roll it again the exact same way that to me is is mind-boggling how you know I, I can't I can't make a cake the same way next right. week as I can do it Today. Can you imagine having to taste that a year later and say, "Is this what we made last year?" That, you know, that's, that's that's what I asked Willie at one point, and I go, "Do you have like you know, so so you're you're a baseball guy, so yeah. like Major League Baseball keeps in a vault baseballs, yeah. From I mean, they've got thousands and thousands of baseballs going back decades upon yeah. decades, where they can pull one out. Test it against a new baseball that is being produced today. Yeah. How, how do you do that with a, a, a cigar? You know, I just see. like you know, just with this recipe. You know, you have a I I don't know what a book, a sheet. You know, someone that that has it's a not computerized you know, now, but still. Oh, okay. So computerized. Hey, and, yeah. You know, I I don't know. I guess I I'd have to it have to be like an animation video. You know, okay. Put this here. Put this here and. And yeah. then do that again a year later, and then and then you, have- you got to try it, and
1: then you got to remember what it was. Does it taste the same? Is 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 it? Are is it the same strength? What what do you what are you getting that day? What if your palate's not doing well that day? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and even if you had another cigar to test it again against, that cigar's a year old. And you, you know, know what's great? like we talk
1: about vintage cigars and. And aging cigars and letting them rest and all this stuff. And AJ's not into that. Like, he's smoking new production all the time, right? Yeah. He's trying this stuff on a daily basis. Now, he does come here. He wants to try a new box because to me,
0: the cigars taste different in Nicaragua than they do here. Every, everybody, you're not the every cigar manufacturer. Everybody yeah. says the same thing. You can try it over there, but you got to bring it here and
1: then the other thing is i i had um what was it it was a San tunnel maduro oh man i think the date code was like 2011 last trip he was here and i gave it to him i mean i've never seen a cellophane this this dark <laughs> and he looked at it he didn't even grab it he just looked at it on the table and he left and he left that cigar there and i'm thinking that thing's 10 years old why he doesn't he doesn't he's like ah those old cigars You know, past their prime. You know, he says he releases cigars for you to enjoy now. They're ready. He doesn't know how they're, who, who, listen, I've, I've had cigars, um, out of different humidors from different date codes, different states, and they taste a little different based on the ambient air and, and, and what's around. And they sometimes don't taste as good or, or taste better. It just depends on how they're maintained. So he knows what he packed. He knows what he shipped. Now it's ready to smoke. I say that to people in our Facebook group all the time. They're like, oh, I just got this in. I'm going to let them acclimate for a couple weeks. I'm like, no, smoke them now. AJ says smoke it now.
0: Yeah, yeah. There, there, aren't, there aren't a lot of cigars, you know, that that I said, I'll get them in. I'll, I'll always smoke them, you know, right away. I always smoke at least one or two right away. I want to see what that you know that that yeah. freshness is and and there are cigars that i've come across and it's just like you know what that needs a little time for me you know it just needs you know a lot of times if the, if the nicotine is through the roof you know and, yeah. and i like I, I that cigar for me it needs like six months that nicotine's gotta come down you mm-hmm. know for for me but yeah i i love smoking them right away but it, it boggles my mind i see the same thing people they'll get a brand new box and you'll see they'll put a little piece of tape and, uh, with the, the date they got it in and then yeah. like a uh, six-month or you know a year from now, like I'm yep. going to put this away and I'm going to smoke it then. I'm like, are you out of your mind? You know what you never hear?
1: Somebody that overaged the, the cigar and now it's flavorless or it dried out on them or too much humidity or something happened where it's not as good as when they first got it. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that.
0: No, and uh, and and I don't know, you know, and pro, and because I I did a, a te- now for me I'm not an Opus X guy I don't like Opus X it's too floral it's just over the top for me I so I did probably about a month ago I did I did a review online and I um I had smoked uh, an Opus X from and it was like 2017 or 2018 and then I smoked one that was like 19 or 20 years old yeah and I'll say that that cigar did not lose very much at all right. I mean, that, that cigar 20 years old was almost the same you know as that cigar that was just a couple of years old
1: and then the experts
0: say that's impossible they, they say it's impossible
1: and yeah uh, yeah I have seven, eight years is max I, I don't know I've got cigars from my wedding that I rolled in my factory in Miami 21 and a half years ago and I think they still have flavor they don't have the kick there's no nicotine. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, no, no, the nicotine after, you know, even yeah. after just a couple of years, the, the, I, I've never had a cigar that was two or three years old that ever kicked my ass. Like, no. it's just, it's just, it's gone. The, the nicotine, but that, that spice, that boldness, that, that only, that, yeah, that, that flavor, you know, stays there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially if you stored it right. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. That's the hardest part. Listen, it's hard enough as it
1: is if you're keeping your humidor and, um, and you're and you're smoking through it, and you're restocking it. It's hard enough to keep them to keep them right uh, without getting these peaks and valleys in the humidity. However, try that for
0: five years, seven years. It's a lot of work. It, it's a it's it's almost you know it, I I I spend at least ten minutes a day, maybe ten or fifteen minutes a day every day, seven days a week inside my humidor. You know, just, you know, rotating, just inspecting, just making sure. People always said, oh, Kevin, you got, you know, 3,000, 4,000 cigars. I would love that. I go, you know what, I'd love 300 cigars. 300 is what I want, you know, just that that's easy to maintain. You know, people don't understand what it takes.
1: Have you noticed that you've got to rotate them? You've got to take the, you know, if not, they get over humidified or some spots are a little more dry.
0: Yeah, it is. I, I actually shut off the humidification device in my yeah. humidor almost a month ago. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm just and and at least once a week, I I still have to open my because I have uh, like a giant wine, uh, wine door. So it's all plastic. There's no wood in yeah. it except for the shelves. So there's nowhere for any any of that stuff to go. You know, it can't leak out. You know, that's the benefit of a wooden humidor. It's very porous. It'll actually. Yeah pull you know ammonia it'll pull moisture it'll actually wick it all the way through the humidor and then vent it to the outside so with a humidor that's all plastic and metal it's nice but it's also you know it it, it, but yeah you're, you're constantly rotating them it's you know and then i tell people i said cigars are always fermenting You got to remember that it's a plant it's always ferment it's always
1: it's drawing in every every uh aroma any odors um i have i have um i have some cigars that i got and they're they've been they've been with me for a while i forget what shop they came from but they just taste different and it's the it's the air it's the ambiance it's whatever wherever they were keeping them it picked up all of those odors and it changed the cigar, and it's another cigar. I'm just, you know, it's amazing. So I'm used to the ones that I keep, um, and people that have smoked them enjoy them as well, but I think that everybody's uh, everybody's storage and, and humidification is different. You know, and you just gotta play with it. It's it's literally a hobby in and of itself.
0: It, it, it really is, it, it's never-ending, never and now, I've got another human because Jessica. Everybody, that's, a, that's the next thing. Oh, I wish I wish my wife smoked cigars with me. And I was like, Do you? Do you wish she smoked? You know, like I would say, uh, it was either two or three weeks ago. Between the two of us, we spent a thousand dollars in one week on cigars between the two of us. So wow. I mean, she, I mean, she would get two or three boxes by UPS in the mail. They're like, Jessica, what the hell is that? And she's like, there was a good deal. And I'm like, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, you know, it's just, I'm like, so, so wish wisely when you say you, you wish your wife got into cigars. Cause it's, uh, and, and she's smokes everything, everything yeah. under the sun. There is nothing in it. So we, you know, and then. I'll, I'll rearrange the humidor. Then she yells at me, and she's like, "Hey, where is this? Like, oh, I had to rotate it down to the bottom, you know." So she's like, "Damn it, stop touching my cigars!" And I'm like, "I have to. It's a you got to keep them. You got to keep them moving." So you're going in there trying to find your soda man sign, you can't find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that that's our new humidor, our uh, new Air Eight Forty count. So that's those nice. Are, yeah, that's yeah. So nice. Th- those those are my go tos now. You know, those is that are Eight the- Forty. Yeah, the eight forty. You had it what about a couple months now, right? I've had it for a couple months. I got to do a follow up video on yeah. it. I love it. I love it. I it's- watched your first video on
1: it. I thought it was great. I've recommended it to a few people, and then set your video to like, hey, look, this is what it is, because um, there wasn't a lot of like, you either saw your video or a couple others on YouTube, and there wasn't much information on
0: that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and they're and they're coming out with a new one that they're sending me. Next month, it's their new twelve or fifteen hundred count. That's what um, we need. Uh, um, natal, natal, I'm humidor. or double door cedar. That, that's you know. I, I, I do want the uh, the Regan, the the double door Regan. You know, it, but it's like a five thousand dollar humidor. And um, but it's just you we fill, have a rep that has a collection of those. Yeah, you know, but but the, but you just fill up the space. That's the oh, thing. Okay. It's, it's it's never ending. Yeah, it never ends. You 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 always sure. run run out of room, you know, yeah. no, no matter what you have, and it, it's just a never-ending uh, snake eating its tail, you know. Um, I'm going to make a
1: prediction that you're going to end up remodeling a room and make a walk-in.
0: Well, we we uh, we're we're getting ready. We, our our contractor should be giving us the numbers uh, in the next day or two. Uh, like we just we just built this 450 square foot addition about tw- about 13 months ago, a, a yeah. year ago. We're out of room, so we're, we're finally going to build a cigar lounge. It's going to be like a four hundred square foot cigar lounge. It's going to have a bar in it, and it's going to be a dedicated lounge. Now, and then I'm considering: do I get a Regan or do I just build, you know, now a closet? You know, because even a smaller closet, you know, even like a uh, an eight by eight can yeah. hold. 10,000 cigars. Well, yeah. you know, because because when you're stacking them into a ceiling, you know, a, a humidor, you've got all the right. space of the humidor um, itself. I say you build it. Yeah, so that, that's what that's what we're looking into now. And uh, and we'll probably have it built out first and then figure out where the bar is going to go, where all the furniture is going to go. And then we'll probably put, put a little space in and then inside there, you know, finally just build a walk. And you can do the series of building it and laying it
1: out and the pros and cons. And listen, you're going to get hundreds if not thousands of people to do the same thing.
0: Yeah, D- exactly. Um, now does your, now does your wife, uh, smoke
1: at all? Every once in a while I have, I'm like, listen, you gotta, you gotta try this and she'll try it. And, and, um, there's, there's, uh, she likes the, the people the club 500. She loves yeah. the art, this natural, which is my favorite. um, you know, she normally tends to like it. My kids my kids are dying to smoke cigars. I'm like, you got to wait. Yeah. Now, they each have, um, both of my kids were C-sections, so they were planned. Um, and so I was able to make cigar bands, and I had cigars from when I had my factory uh, left over, so I put bands on them, and I made a box for each one of them. So okay. those, those cigars are already 20, 21 years old. So oh, God. And they're you know they're in one of the one of the wineadors, um, and they're always like, "When am I going to get to smoke my cigar?" I'm like, "You're not old enough yet. You got to wait."
0: <laughs> you know, are 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 you making them wait till they're eighteen or twenty-one? We'll see. They're like, "It's not fair. We're supposed
1: to be eighteen. I'm almost there."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 your your one is almo- almost there. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so so that that you know, so has, has any has either one shown a passion or of like really like seeing what you do and like, Hey, I, you know, I'm thinking about maybe not the sports thing, getting yeah, into I,
1: what he do. wants to come and work in the warehouse this summer. Does uh, he? Oh, how cool yeah. is that? So I said, you know, we'll, we'll try it out and see if you like it. And, um, you know, he, they both show in an interest, you know, which is kind of cool. Um, because it is what, you know, not like, like we talked about earlier, it's not only a passion, but it is a lifestyle as well, you know? And, um, even when you plan out your vacations, your outings, your dinners, or right, is there a place to smoke? How many <laughs> cigars am I taking? You know, you can, I, I can't go out with two cigars. I mean, I'm going to end up. Somebody's going to end up asking for a cigar. You know, so you always got to take more. What do you carry your cigars in? It's a lifestyle.
0: It, it really is. I, I mean, I went up to Jeff's place, uh, um, uh, uh, Davidoff of Geneva, Karun um, uh, uh, up there in Tampa a couple yep. weeks ago. I, you know, it, it's an hour and fifteen minute drive. You know, each way. I bet I took twenty cigars with me. You know, and then and then I bought twenty more when I was up there. And it's yeah, like I, I, you know, it's just that that fear, that fear of not having that cigar. So it's everywhere you go. To to sum it up for those
1: that maybe haven't been bit by the bug, okay. What everybody was doing in the first part of twenty twenty, hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> Of cigar smokers deal with on a daily basis. That's the lifestyle.
0: It, it really is because there's always somebody with a deal. There's oh. always there's always deals going on. You know, and it's like it's like how do I? You know, and that's that's the one thing that Jessica and I have to justify sometimes. You know, it's just you know, yeah, it's too good of a deal to pass up. And they're like, yeah, but we got a couple thousand cigars, and they're like, yeah, but this is. It's almost like they're giving to me for free. They're almost yeah. for free. You know, it's just, and then it's another $500. I mean,
1: those emails are good, huh?
0: They are. They are good. You know, Jeff yeah, and I'm going to unsubscribe. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, just earlier today, someone at, uh, reached out to me, uh, Hey, who's got a de- good, good deal going on right now. <clears throat> and I said, just hit up yeah. all of, hit up all, all of them, subscribe, subscribe to the emails. Yeah. You know, you'll get, you'll get you know like all of us two or three emails a day every single day seven days a week that's all you get
1: <laughs> you know yeah
0: you know uh, uh, open them up and uh see who's got the see who's got the deals going on because yeah. it, it, it's never it's never it's ending. never ending. they're always out there yeah you know um who who have you been digging on lately like cigar wise uh, be it from like aj or anybody else you know um uh, is there is there something out there that's really you, you found and it's you know, it, it's just like, hey, you know, this it's been been a while, or I've never smoked this cigar before. The
1: one is, that I recently had an opportunity to try, it's still made by AJ, was the Onyx Bold.
0: Uh, I have I have a couple. I've never smoked one of my on. I, I have a couple Onyx in there.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's got it's got some kick to it, um, which I really enjoyed. It's a really nice dark Maduro. Um, that 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 really. Uh, was really nice. I, I don't venture out too much to, to try other people's uh, cigars. Um, I do on occasion. I think my palate is uh, is very accustomed to that Nicaraguan full flavor. Um, so I, I, I don't want to waste waste it at the same time, you know. And and I want to smoke what I enjoy. I really like it, and it fits me well. And and it's. Uh, it's what I smoke every day, you know? Uh, a lot of times I've been asked, you know, if I could only smoke one cigar the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. Some, people, some people are like, oh, I can't, I can't decide that. You know, they're like, well, give me three. And I'm like, Bellas Artes, Bellas Artes, and Bellas Artes, you know? Um, lately I've been saying, well, Bellas Artes and a Viva La Vida, preferably a Club 500 or a Jester, and then I'll go back to Bellas Artes, the natural. I mean, it is, I think yeah. that's, that's everything.
0: Yeah, for, for me, it's the uh, um, um, uh, the Viva La Vida. It'd be the uh, uh, the the FSG by Corona and the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Sober Mesa El Americano. You know, hands down, those are the three. You know that I see you know, how I named that Sober Mesa earlier.
1: <laughs> that,
0: that that yeah, that, that Sober Mesa. You know that that is just that 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 is always hitting on on all the all the cylinders. You I know? remember when that cigar came out and and I hunted it down. It wasn't easy to find.
1: Um, and I thought it was very, very good.
0: Now, now Steve was just down. Um, does he buy? Does he buy tobacco from you? I remember because didn't he post some pictures of him and uh, oh, AJ? He,
1: I think he was in the field with AJ or something. I don't know him personally. I mean, we said hi and whatnot. Um, I, I respect him. I think he's uh, he knows um, more than most, and uh, and people tend to listen, and they should um other people not so much when they speak you shouldn't listen but i think that when steve saka speaks you should listen oh uh, yeah yeah I, I wasn't sure what his relationship with aj was, I, was well, he? maybe who knows you know yeah. maybe some tobacco from him or or they were sharing notes who knows um that would have been an interesting conversation and i'm i'm pretty sure there was a translator there i know steve speaks a little spanish but not good enough to
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I know he speaks a little bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I think but, once AJ started talking, he was like, "What did he say?" You no, know, but, 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 honestly, I could, I could see Steve and AJ like in a field together or in the factory together for like an entire day, geeking you know? out, and, and, and not, and not talking to each other, but understanding yeah. exactly what each other is. You know, what's going on, you know, it's just that, that that mutual, you know, we could be looking at a bunch of leaves and saying, OK, yeah, this looks
1: good. Smells great. They're looking at it with a different set of eyes.
0: Oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're looking, you know, I, I can't even imagine, you know, because you know, I mean, I, I did a little event with Steve. There's only like 20 of us rolling the little tabaqueros and he was talking about the leaves and just and and you, you hold up a, a leaf and he's he almost forgets there's other people in the room you know yeah. just talking about this leaf and everything else and you see the the passion in his eyes and you hear the passion in his voice and it's just like you just wonder what his eyes are are seeing when he when he's holding that up same with yeah. AJ you know yeah. what is he you know when you see the pictures of him you know just inspecting a you know a plant and it's yeah. just like i just want to know for like a brief second what is going through AJ's mind is it all the way through, he can see. He can t- he can look at the plant, and he can taste it. He can taste that thinnest product in his mouth just yep. by by looking at that plant.
1: Yeah, we um, we get to see the beautiful pictures, the beautiful leaves, the beautiful fields. Trust me when I tell you, I've got plenty of videos and pictures of fields that have been destroyed, especially with the hurricanes last year. Um, just Windstorm that'll come in a freak rainstorm will will destroy a crop. Um, tobacco that wasn't fermented well and it's just in bad condition that never makes it to the public. You know that's why the Alec Bradley story. You know that was a big story. You know, yeah, it happens a lot and and um, and a lot of people don't see that. They think that oh, it, it's always a, a leaf that's four feet long and and it's beautiful and oily and and it's got all these characteristics. They're not all like that yeah well, you have to sort you know what I mean
0: oh and yeah how, how, how did the how did those hurricane because since you I mean you guys have so many fields spread yeah, out. you know you know how did, did that affect you greatly the biggest problem it happened not during the growing
1: season but there was a lot of soil erosion because a lot of rivers uh, uh, overflowed and and there was a lot of soil erosion so there was a lot of adjustment that needed to be made uh, earth that needed to be moved okay mineral content and all that other geeky stuff that they measure in the soil that they had to make sure was correct for this growing season you know that's uh that was stuff you know the pandemic started at the end of the at the end of the growing season yeah and then it ramps up again end of october beginning of november 2020 and it's in full swing right now kind of winding down
0: you know now um um now that we're kind of coming out of this pandemic a little bit you know uh what what, you know look at numbers you can you know calculate whatever you want um are you um look do you get out very often or or really as director of operations you're in the factory or not the factory you know you're in the warehouse that's pretty much where you stay you let all the reps do the work or are you out in the out in the field visiting these lounges I don't. I don't get
1: out very much. I'd like to get out
0: more. Um,
1: I see a lot of um, like we don't. We don't have somebody from the office really traveling out there much. That's why we have reps out there. These ambassadors of the brand um, who are out there meeting people, meeting with shop owners, answering all the questions that possibly a lot of them that we talk about here. You know, and uh, and they build these relationships that are that are long lasting. This business is. At the end of the day, it comes down to relationships because um, the more you know about this product, the more you're gonna be you're gonna gravitate to it. You know, yeah, and,
0: and it's not just knowing more about the product, as in that goes into the cigar, and yeah. it's about the story. It's about the 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 family, the history, the lineage. It just you know that's that's why I think a lot of people, and especially Jessica, and I, it's why we gravitate to Billy and Gus. You know, the Viva La Vida. You know, yeah. that, that, I mean, two amazing guys with an amazing story that teamed up with an amazing, you know, uh, a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it was the perfect storm all came yeah. together. Yeah. To yeah, produce. Able
1: to, you know, AJ allowed them to hitch their wagon, so to speak, uh, to to his uh, production. And and then you, you also have uh, companies like ours, and there's, a, there's quite a few out there, where the investment is huge. And... It's to be able to continue to do this constantly, you know, and have that production available, um, you know, for 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 the brick and mortar stores when they've got, they've all got limited shelf space, you know, who are they going to get behind, you know, who are the companies who, you know, not only the story, there's a lot of made up stories, there's a lot of real ones, yeah, you know, AJ's story is unique and everybody's story is unique, you know what I mean? But you're going to get behind a brand that. That has all this infrastructure to support you, you know what I mean. So that's that's something that that we're very proud of, and uh, and we've been able to to grow a lot of really really good relationships even throughout the pandemic. Uh, Zoom became something that you know we all got accustomed to using, um, but we were able to connect in different ways. Uh, even the reps at home, I think they've done a great job. They've had to transition from from Bouncing around and and uh, staying in all these hotels in different places and and whatnot to being at home, it, it's a big transition. And luckily, it's it's worked out very well.
0: Now, are, are the reps uh, itching to get back out on the road? You know, oh, yeah, um, yeah I, I know I know some reps that I've talked to at some companies. They they love the zooms. They love being able to connect. You know, they wake up in the morning. You know, they're able to connect with so many more people than they yeah. were by being on the road and showing up in a shop and meeting a shop owner and five or six guys or 12 guys or doing an event with 20, 30, 40 people versus hopping on a Zoom or hopping in a chat and being able to reach yeah. you know so many more people. Um, some reps love it. Some just can't wait to get back out on the road. I think it takes a, a special individual uh, to be able to be on the
1: road that that much. I know I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but I know that, that uh, these guys are passionate about, about cigars and um, and are really – they actually are people, people, people. You know, they've got to be around people. Yeah. And you put those people that are used to being around other people sharing the love of the, of the, of the cigar, and now they can't do that? They're going nuts. You know, it's, it's also – that's what, that's another reason why we're going to TPE and PCA. Because we're going to go see our people, you know, that we haven't been able to, get, to go see. And we can see a lot of people, hopefully a lot of people, whether they go to one or the other or both, we're going to get to see them in person.
0: Yeah, that that, that that's what I miss the most of, uh, uh, you know, I love, I've met so many fantastic, you know, uh, uh, brand owners, uh, um, you know, um, factory owners, um, you know, everybody through these Zooms and these herfs and these whereby rooms, but just being yeah. there. In the moment, just something is—I I don't know. It just you know, I mean, you're you're you know eight inches from me on, on the on the computer computer yeah. screen, but it's not the same of yeah. just sitting down in a in a lounge chair and it's not, just you yeah. know my
1: cigars burning. It's uh, we can't get the aroma of each other's cigar, and it's just different. It's very different. I'm looking forward to uh, to TP in Vegas uh, to be able to see uh, some of the retailers and another. Other people in the industry. I mean, there's a lot of camaraderie. Um, most mostly fun. Um, some of it is light. Some of them are, you know, some people do have uh, their their differences and whatnot, and it makes for an awkward uh, situation. Luckily, I don't have many of those. Um, but it's fun. It's fun to see other manufacturers and get to joke around with them, and and uh, because it is it is uh, a business where. That relationship is very important. Yeah,
0: yeah. you know, you, you never know what you're going to need from somebody else, you know. And I remember last year, um, <clears throat> Abe didn't have the uh, the Great Smoke last year or this right. year. But last year, I remember right. Jessica and I being down there. We were vendors. So I didn't get a chance to talk to t- too many people. But I remember one point towards the end, uh, everything was wrapping up. And so so I go out there with all the makers. And uh, um, it's it's Nick Malillo, It's Steve Saka. You know, it's Matt Booth. And uh, it's just a group of these guys sitting around or standing around, just talking before they before they head up. Yeah. And I, I just I, I didn't even I didn't even get like in their little circle. I just stood outside and I just listened to these guys. And these are just these are great friends, you know. And they were just they don't get to see each other. And just listening to these conversations and everybody was laughing, talking, having a good time. And it's just like ah, oh, that just must be what like. TPE is PCA is, you yeah. know, just where they get together at some of these events and just talk shop, you know, that shop that only they know about. You know, like they're you know, you're the director of operations, but there's just some things that AJ and Nick Melillo could talk about, you yeah. know, or, or AJ and Steve that you'd never be privy to, like you wouldn't understand. Yeah. Like I would not like I wouldn't understand, like. Whatever, like some weird bug or a fungus or yeah, exactly <laughs> just anything, and and they get to just you know shoot the breeze and compare some notes. Yeah,
1: I see. I'm sure like AJ will discover something in some farm that has never happened before, and then he'll want to share that with other uh, growers just to get their take on it. Have they ever seen it and whatnot, and how did they deal with it? You know, there's yeah. always something going on.
0: Oh yeah, I, I always wonder if they have like a secret Facebook group. And it's just, you know that they should, and it's like, how do I get in on that? You know, it's just you know that that would be awesome, just that fly on the wall, oh, where, yeah, you know, of, of hanging out with them. Um now now we we, we we've talked about COVID, like I said, you know, we're getting ready to build a little uh, addition on the house. Um what about you during the COVID lockdown? Have you we always ask that to all you know, right on the show, have you found a new passion for something? painting gardening redecorating remodeling have, 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 um
1: it's funny because my wife and kids were home i went to work every day okay so nothing changed for me during COVID. um i didn't get any of the lockdown um i i'm the one that did since i was already out i did the groceries you know family stayed home and and uh i was the one putting myself at risk out there um, and thank God nobody got sick, um, but no, I, it, it was just business as usual.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. So for, for you, yeah. As usual. And every day, I remember
1: early on it was very tense. Uh, you start hearing the rumors uh, that should be flights are canceled. How are we going to get product? Um, you know, they were talking about closing the airport in Nicaragua, and you know, just fly, just pack everything, just send it. You know what I mean, and we really were able to load up during uh, last year, and um, and we still have really good inventory levels. Um, that's just that's just been our our experience with it. I know others have not been as fortunate. There were factories in certain countries that were completely shut down for weeks, and yeah. then if the factory wasn't shut down, the box factory was. So
0: yeah. Or they didn't have cellophane or they didn't have right. bands. You know, I've got, you know, uh, um, uh, I won't mention his name, but uh, last time I, I met up with him, um, he said he, he was waiting on a hundred thousand bands that were eight weeks past. He goes, he goes, I've got, I've got an invoice ready to be paid. The customer paid on the day that I say they're ready and I'm waiting on a hundred thousand bands. And he yeah. goes, it's just driving me insane. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that, those
1: are the, di- those are the difficult stories. And then you hear that there's high demand and you can't fulfill
0: those orders. It, it can drive somebody crazy. It, it can. Now, um, um, have you guys, have you guys had to push anything off? Um, you know, like, like you say, like we talked about Alec Bradley, you know, um, um, Jessica, like their newest one last year, the Kintsugi, you know, so we were smoking that like in May, June, that was supposed to be like an August release. Um, they had the cigars. COVID. They kind of pushed that back to the end of the year. Um, um, has there been anything that you guys have had to push back, just because you didn't want to release it, or just um, no? It's weird.
1: It's like we released, we released uh, New World Connecticut Churchill, New World Connecticut Gordo during the pandemic, end of last year. Um, we released uh, New World uh, Double Corona on the Maduro. In a seven and a half by 55 i mean we we've put out uh new cigars or at least extensions of lines uh probably what some would think would not be the right time to do it um and then we
0: have some new things coming out now but nothing has been pushed back thank god okay and then all the releases have they done well because that was the big thing on a lot of the manufacturers you know because you know when you come out with a new cigar you know yeah everybody's clamoring you know, you know, we want to make this big push. We want to have these events throughout the country, you know, so, you know, they pushed it back to, to the end of last year or some are pushing it back to the summer of this year, yeah. you know, so, so you're, the releases that you've uh, put out has have, so
1: have the plan. The factory kept working. The boxes were ready. Bands are there. Everything's ready. The cigars are ready. They gotta, they gotta ship. They gotta ship. They gotta get out there. Yes. A lot of retailers were closed. So maybe they didn't, they, it didn't have, it didn't get out to as many places. Yeah. Um, online retailers have, have the product. They've had the product. Um, so there was one way to get it, you know, one way or the other people were going to get the product.
0: Okay. So, and then, uh, and then one last question before we let you go, um, which month, cause I know you guys will be this year. Which month are you guys doing the connoisseur club with, uh, um, uh, smoke in <laughs> No, don't, don't 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 tell me. But uh, Abe <laughs> Abe a, a will have a shit fit if you if you said that. I will tell you something about Abe. Okay.
1: And you can check this up with him. He won't take credit. I've started calling him a master blender. Okay, I know that term has been uh, thrown out to a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. He's like, no, 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 I'm not he did put together a recipe and AJ's made that and that'll be coming out soon.
0: Yes. Uh, he, 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 won't give me the details and neither will I, you know, because, 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 because he knows I have a big mouth and he knows, you know, like I will accidentally tell somebody, you know, and it's just, so yeah. So yeah, I, I you know, and I didn't want to say it, but yeah. So uh, I know Abe is working with, there'll be a lot of firsts is all. Yeah, So, and point. And then, okay. and then I, you know, so a lot of first, and then like I said, I'll, I'll be on his show KMA this Saturday. Um, I, I don't know what we're talking about. There may be some big news, so people may want to listen in. I don't know. So that's all I'm gonna say. There might be some news. There might not be some news. You know. So definitely, definitely listen in on that. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. He didn't tell me you guys were doing. The make sure, I, I, make sure. You tell him, Matt, call him Master Blender. Yes, I'll, I'll make sure I, uh, I, I I call him that. Now, now I'm assuming you guys are doing the Connoisseur Club, right? What is that? <laughs> I, you know? I. So, so everything,
1: I, is, everything is on schedule.
0: Okay, so everything is on schedule. Okay, so that is that that is good because I absolutely love that club. That has been such unique, isn't it? It's been such a fun experiment for me, and it's been so. But have you followed the rules, or are you just winging it? What do you mean, follow the rules? You you get
1: the cigars, you smoke it, you take your notes.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. So so okay. I smoke. So I host his whereby room once a month. Okay. So I, I got cigar number five. So um so um I'll, like when I get the club in, I'll smoke them all like that week. You know, and then I, then I wait until my night to smoke number five and then I smoke it with everybody in the, in the room and we all take notes. Um, I like to smoke mine separately because I, I, like a lot of people, I can be influenced. Like say you've probably been in a lounge to where someone, someone will ask two guys will be smoking the same cigar. Like, Oh, what are you, what are you getting off this? Well, I'm getting uh, notes of citrus and other guy like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting that too. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, you, you don't have to get that, you know, so… But that's what bands do. Yeah, Oh, that.
1: that. You, know, you take a band off a cigar, and now what? All you can see is the wrapper. Frankie and I were doing did this with our reps. We blindfolded everybody, lit the cigar from, put it in their hand. The only thing they can tell is, is the ring gauge. If that, they don't know how long the cigar is. They don't know the wrapper. They don't know anything. You want to talk about flavors changing? You want to talk about people smoking cigars that they had ruled out, I don't like it because of X, Y, Z, whatever reason. And now they're like, oh, my gosh, what is this? This is amazing. And we're all laughing, you
0: know? Oh, um, yeah. And that, that's how I started off my cigar reviewing career. At the very beginning, Jessica would pick out a cigar for me for the night. I would, She would take the band off. I, I would okay. start the review, give all my notes. And then at the halfway point, she would give me the band. And then I would look up so I'd have some notes I'd come back onto the review and I'd tell people what I'm smoking but um, so what that taught me was I you know because and the rule was I had to smoke whatever she gave me and yeah. there were cigar companies that I'm like eh, I, I don't I don't, want, I, I don't like their cigars and then this I'd smoke something I'm like oh my god this is amazing. Or it would be a, a a color of a cigar, be it a Connecticut. Yeah, or back then, it was always like a dark Maduro. And I'm like, uh, I can't, I can't smoke this, especially from this maker. He just makes strong cigars. So and then I would smoke it, I'm like I love this cigar. You know, it, it's it's amazing. But it's also with the Connoisseur Club, it's also scary because like the first month, I didn't like one from Eric Espinosa, and it got really? it got my worst. Uh, uh, of that month, like it was the worst cigars, and I was horrified when I found out uh, who who made that cigar. Um, where was it made yeah. at? Um, I don't know where. It? Yeah, I don't know where it was made at. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I can't. I can't remember. And then last month. I had mentioned uh, in one of the whereby rooms that I really didn't like a particular cigar. Like it was getting. Abe goes, I got to send you another one. Please don't, don't do your review. Let me get just, you're, you're, you're going to be so mad. What did you-, then, you know, and then, and then it was from my boy, Nick Melillo, you know, that got the uh, Nick Melillo foundation got my worst cigar last month. And, uh and it was just, it, it was, it crushed me, you know, and then this month, you know, now it's just like, you know, but, but that's just, are you in April already? Or are
1: you in March?
0: Uh, we're in, um, uh, I'm trying to think, um, yeah, we're in March. So we're on the third month, you know, yeah, don't, okay. don't, don't tell me there's an AJ in there. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're the, well, you know I, I, I never know when he's going to put it out. Okay. You, you just, you, you said it like, oh, which month? I'm like, wait, wait, why well, I, don't I don't even know what number. I don't know anything. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, um, but it's been fun cause it's been very, you know, trying to guess the cigar not the manufacturer we never guess that you know is this nicaraguan is it a puro is it this and right i've been, I've been horrible i've guessed wrong
1: isn't it isn't it shocking like how different you're like and then once you know not, once you found out it's nick and you smoked it again you're like oh yeah i do like it now
0: that, that that's it you know that's uh um, but yeah it was a uh, it was a pretty pretty rough cigar and uh um and and last month uh, like I said, we've got. Uh, we're just finishing up. I did my whereby room last Tuesday for cigar number five, so we're we're all done on the fourteenth, and uh, just a couple days, the new the new the new month will ship. But there's one cigar I only made one inch, one really? inch into the cigar. It was done. I and and that was hands down across the board. Like in the rooms, that was a cigar that nobody cared for. Nobody oh, okay. Like so so across the board, it was something. Okay. You know, and then which I understand because some manufacturers are using that club as a kind of a sounding board. You know, so some you're like, hey, you know, we want to try something wacky that we've never done before. Let's yeah. let's use, you know, let's use the connoisseur club as a you know but it's a great way to make a cigar for what
1: what I think is an experienced crowd. Yeah. And really get their feedback because that never when does that happen? Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, if you ever run into AJ on the street, he's going to give you a cigar you've never had. Yeah. You don't want to hear what you have to say, but guess what everybody says? Oh my gosh, it's phenomenal. Here, you don't know. So you could
0: be honest. Yeah. Yeah, You're you're, you're right. And then, uh, you know, like, like Sokka's got a cigar sometime. I think he's got two this year, you know, but, but he's got a cigar. And like, I'm, I love Steve. Steve's my boy, you know, and it's just like, you know, and I'm, I'm, 99.9% Ninety-nine point nine percent sure that I'll always be able to pick out a Saka, you know, Dunbarton. I I just know that. But but if he's trying something new, like if AJ's trying something new, you never know. You never know.
1: Well, if AJ ever gets in there, I want to know your notes. Yes. You got to send me a picture or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I so so yeah. I take detailed notes, and then so. Like like the uh, the it's either the fourteenth or the fifteenth the the new month will ship. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll I'll get that box in and then I'll do an unboxing, but then what I'll do is I'll read everybody my notes from the previous month. I'll tell in the order in which I like the cigars. Then I'll scan the QR code and then find out who it is. So you're getting my unbiased opinion. Awesome. So so I do take pretty detailed notes about about each cigar so i think that i think that abe needs to come out with a hashtag
1: where people actually put a video up smoking the cigar and giving their 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 take on it and yeah then we pile all these videos and see everybody's take on it before it's revealed yeah So that way you can't go back and change your mind you know because you found out who it is yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know when aj going to be out there but when it happens I want to hear what you have to say. I don't think you're going to guess it. Have you guessed
0: anybody correctly? I have never guessed anybody correctly yet, you know. So, uh, and I, I don't even try anymore. Every now and then, I'll get like a little bit of a no, or like a wrapper. you know, It'd be like a really okay. toothy wrapper, like Connecticut Broadly, something like that, and I'm like, okay, so I'm I'm going to guess this manufacturer, and I never I never get it right. So, um, but but it, but it, but it's been fun, you know. It, I, I've had an absolute blast um, uh, doing it. So that's awesome man. That's So great. right on. Uh Omar, we definitely want to thank you for coming on, spending, you know, almost 2 hours of your of your Monday night with us, man. It's been
1: a pleasure. It's been I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, it's been that long. Um but uh I want to thank you for the time and uh for all your viewers and this will live on YouTube and everywhere else. Um you know, keep uh keep smoking. You keep smoking, we'll keep making them. And as long as we got AJ around down in Nicaragua, you know, everything stay okay.
0: Uh, that's it. That That's the new AJ Fernandez tagline. You keep smoking them, we'll keep making them. That's it. <laughs> that's it. All right, Omar, you have a good night, man.
1: Thanks, man. You too. Take care.
0: And remember, if you're interested in I Tap That Cigar Merchandise, head over to Cigarprop.com. Make sure you're following us on all the social medias. Uh, uh, me, Jessica, um, uh, Omar Fernandez, and AJ Fernandez Cigars in the show notes below is all the links where you can find um, all of them. All of us, and uh, we definitely want to thank all of our partners for making uh, this, uh, supporting us, and making this show possible. Um, um, as always, thank you to JC Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, and Mendola Cigars. Simpler Hair and Beard Color, Excelsior Tobacco. Um, you've got Excelsior Tobacco, that uh, uh, man, you've got to look them up. They are making uh, uh, fantastic cigars, um, uh, owned by the uh, of the Oliva family from Oliva Tobacco, not Oliva Cigars, um, uh, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset.